0: fellow seeker he enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality psychology wellness and your everyday life's adventures all preparing and polishing you like the fastest of a magnificent diamond to be your best self if you're craving more from your life you are in the right place come let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are mastering life's adventures begins now it's good to be back to talk about this next pillar. And the next pillar is focused on learn to take still time to connect and nurture your soul and your soul's source. And we live in such a distracting, our minds going in many different directions and And we have many things that we have to juggle and be able to try to do sometimes in a day's time that is easy not to take still time. And what I have found is,
1: is that many people actually don't like stillness or they feel that it's foreign to them, uncomfortable.
0: And some would say downright boring. (laughs) So it's, uh, in, in actuality, stillness is far from being boring. And when we can take these seconds, and even this is nanoseconds of stillness, it really helps us in so many different ways to be recentered and have a greater sense of balance and anchoring in our life. So when I thought about the word of still, what came to my mind was.
1: Stay tuned in light and love. Stay tuned to light and love.
0: In order to stay tuned to light and love, we have to have stillness, connection. Because as I talked about in the prior episode about these distractions that we can find ourselves getting into mentally, emotionally, and physically, they keep us off off track, off track to what we really want as seekers is to be able to have a greater sense of inner fulfillment and a greater sense of calmness and joy and happiness.
1: So, still being still can be cultivated. And I think it's the light
0: and the love are two of the ingredients that feed. Nurture, grow the soul. And this whole concept that I'm talking about is soul evolution. Our soul needs to continue to grow. But if we don't give it the ingredients it needs, like planting a seed in soil, but you're not watering it, you know, it's not going to sprout. It's not going to grow. And we need to, what are those watering elements that are going to be important? And I'm
1: saying two of those are light and love. It's similar to just like a fuel, a, a car needs fuel, an engine needs oil to make it operate. Wouldn't you think there would be some things
0: that we would need to help us to be able to really connect in a deeper
1: way with our inner self and have a greater sense of fulfillment? I would think so. And when I think about light,
0: I think about the light that, you know, when you think of saints and they had this kind of aura or this halo around their heads. What was that about? When you see Jesus, you see
1: this halo around his head with some of the pictures that depict him. Hmm, what does that mean? And what I think is that halo
0: is developed and has been an emanation from him because of the capacity of his ability to love so love we see also emanating around the hearts of the saints you see it around jesus you see that halo and you see that um, light the sacred heart of jesus coming out and pulsating and you know there's different renditions uh, but also you see it in the catholic tradition in which they have Mother Mary, and she has a a little sword going through her heart, but it's emanating light from the heart, the capacity to love, and pierce through the darkness of uh, what some of the uh, occur. What occurs in our world is like, I'm not going to allow the pain to get in the way of my ability to love, to love the situations that are upon me, or to love how I. Managed a situation that maybe was not in the best way, but it was the way that I thought at the time. So I'm not going to get so critical of myself and down on myself and be, um, be belligerent with myself. But instead, what one small kernel can I, I pull from that and love about that experience? What small little cor- um, kernel can I pull from that and love about that experience? Learn from it and keep moving. Even in Buddha, you you see him in his prayer and in the prayer position his hands praying is I mean, where that love center is. you know he's emanating love and, and he's actually actually emanating love because he realized that love is the key that love will help to move through this world of samsara as called in a, in a Buddhist tradition. Uh, of illusion, pain, and suffering. And it's the greater essence of who we really are in terms of this love ability and the light that comes with it. And they work hand in glove. So we talked about before about tension and how attention doesn't form reality. And then what we're talking about is our ability to be able to know that stillness Helps to cultivate the growth of the soul and the soul source. And we're becoming more aware that through uh, meditations that the saints have done uh, and Buddha did, and other in the world religions have done, actually helps to cultivate light that emanates from us, lightness, and that, that flame of joy that we have and it transmutes in some ways the darkness that may be around us where there is light there can be no darkness wouldn't you say where there is light the darkness comprehends it not because light is occupying the space and that's what we want to have happen within our physical beings is light occupying more of the space than some of the, the negative thoughts and feelings and reactions that are maybe occupying the space within us. So if we have lightness, then we're also what we're doing is we're infusing that light. We're infusing it into the cells and atoms of our being because that's where our attention is. That's where our attention, our attention is on the light and love and seeing the goodness and situations that come our way. Learn from those that are downers in terms of the events that come our way. And so that when we have enough light that exists within us, then we start emanating. it. And the emanation may be physical, but also it may be in frequencies that people say, there's something different about you. There's something lighter about you. What's going on? I want more what you got. And what we're trying to do is being the best self that we can be by having an understanding that our soul needs stillness. And it needs to be aware, you need to be aware of this quality of light and love. I'm not saying those are only qualities. This is just the two I'm talking about right now. And it's importance, And why it makes it so important to the soul because the soul came into embodiment in order to have certain experiences. It came into embodiment and also maybe to correct certain experiences that we have too. It's what in Eastern tradition they call karma. You can have good karma and you can have bad karma. And we want more good karma, you know, from you know, that perspective of, about things. But those things that we have done because the soul lives on and the soul takes embodiment. And it's taken many embodiments to learn certain lessons and to be able to give certain gifts to the world uh, in order to, in this continuity of evolving. But there's different evolutions where you can be in your soul, just like there are different um, uh, schools, schoolroom classes, you know, you go first grade, kindergarten, and then first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, to 12th grade, and then to, you know, if you're you move into um, um graduate level grades, and they're higher and higher in infinite dimensions of how the soul can be able to grow. And so we have to be aware of that there are our soul is really the true essence or the substance of our life. And we want to pay attention to our soul. And our soul is trying to have a pathway, find the pathway back to its source. And that pathway uh, is sometimes blocked, sometimes detoured back to our source, similar to when you're driving on a long trip and you're not quite n- you're new to the area of the terrain that you're uh, you're driving in and you take a wrong turn you go off the wrong exit said, oh no so you take a long way back around to get back onto the um the major highway to go back to in the direction that you want to sometimes our souls um through different embodiments that we've had over the Over uh, many lifetimes, um, we actually have taken many detours. And those detours, we're trying to figure out the right path that allow us to get back to our source. Seekers are looking for truth to help us to get back that onto the right path um, to our source. And two of those qualities that help to nurture and provide care to the soul is
1: the light and the love. And that point of stillness. And when we're always busy, it's
0: very, very hard for the soul, for us to hear our soul and what our soul needs are. I have a story to tell you had a situation that happened to me just recently uh, that relates to this being busy, you know, uh, is something as a continuous learning point. And so what happened was I had a new computer. I was trying to get it set up in in terms of Wi-Fi. And my computer was upstairs, my new computer, and my Wi-Fi is downstairs and it wasn't connecting. So I took my computer, my new computer on one hand, and I took my uh, phone, my cell phone in the other hand, and was walking downstairs. And in the process of walking downstairs, I slipped. I slipped, kind of went up a little bit in the air, and fell down. it's like, oh, no. My computer goes in one direction down the stairs, onto the floor, and my cell phone goes back behind me, um, and then my arm gets scraped you know from the experience, and so it's like I go bump, bump, bump," and land on the floor, and guess what I land in front of? I have the statue of an angel in front uh, uh, in my stairwell um, area, and so
1: I sat down, crossed my legs, and said. What are you trying to teach me? Now, why? What happened here? I just sat there, made sure I was okay, besides having a scrape on my arm. And then the following morning, a family member said something very important to me. Simply, the statement was, you're juggling too many things. You're juggling too many things. And that rang so true to me.
0: And I was talking about the computer and I was making sure it was going to be okay. He goes, says, what about you? <laughs> so we can all forget here. He says, what about you? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> from this experience. <laughs> I said, I'm okay. Got some scrapes, you know, I'm working on because my head hit the, a little bit the the back and my head hit, you know, the the stairway the stairs. And I said, and thank God it was carpeting. Um so he goes, says, Yeah, that's more important of all of this, this, is how you're doing. And I think you're juggling too many things. That was a blessing to, to be told to me, because that was my answer. Yeah. And I was, and I have been juggling too many things. And then I, when I was sitting there, I was actually sitting there, just be still. And you know, when I was at the bottom of the stairs, you know, to be still, realizing now that I connected the dots and my stillness at that time, and then what my family member shared with me, it's like, yeah, I have been juggling too many things. And I need to look at that a little bit more and maybe, me, maybe be more discerning to um, all the things I have going on in my world. What about you? Are you juggling too many things that keep you busy and not taking enough time
1: out to have those still moments and asking your inner self for guidance, direction, And we're always, this is always a dance that we're doing, trying to figure out our
0: balance each and every day. Each and every day is a new day that's being given to us, you know, to be able to work through those things that we didn't get to or didn't do in the way we wanted them to be done, you know, and the prior days. So each day is a new day of opportunity. And that's what I like about you know, being able to walk a spiritual uh, path, being a seeker, is, we have an opportunity every day to grow and to continue to grow and continue to advance. But stillness is one of the key ingredients, that we can have enough stillness to hear our inner self speaking to us. Sometimes we call that substance of our life, that soul, our intuition. The intuition is a part of the soul. But the soul is here to continue to evolve through time and space, to continue to grow because it's pathway and it wants to go back to its higher source, which I said last time and I'll say this time is your mighty I am presence. Uh, and that connection is a powerhouse, connecting the soul, and your mighty I am presence together. Because a soul is evolving through time and space. The I am presence is eternal. It's one thing I talk about a little bit more in uh, the book, Mastering Life's Adventures. Um, And it's something to be aware of that our soul, it truly is evolving through time and space as an opportunity that's been given to us to be able to make choices about where we put our attention, and choices to know that God is greater, and how do I help keep connected to that God source, the I am present source, in terms of the direction that I would like to have and move in my life. If we don't have a North Star to understand what that North Star is, and we go all over the place in, in search of, but if we don't know that that North star is our I am presence, the God source of the true essence of who we are. And our soul is a spirit spark of that essence that is now taken uh embodiment in order to go through certain experiences and lifelong lessons. If we are, don't have that awareness, then we do get into what is it all about? What is life all about? I can do whatever I want and won't matter. It's not
1: true. That's not true. It does matter. You matter. Your soul matters. Everyone
0: is on this planet for a purpose and a reason. Just because we don't know it doesn't mean
1: it doesn't exist. We have to be discoverers. We have to be seekers in order to determine what your specific mission and
0: purpose is about. But it requires stillness, some still time. Because the soul wants to move to the higher frequencies of God, a God source, the I am presence. There are many different frequencies, just as there's many different grades, you know, that you have, um, kindergarten through twelve, for example, and those grades, and you pass certain and uh, tests, so you can move to the next grade. Well, that happens too, truly, um, in terms of soul evolution. There's certain testings that we're given that we need to pass and move towards the next, and we keep on moving up, and that moving up is moving up in light, in frequency, in frequency, and in love, and a greater, in in greater attunement. Um, to understanding what is the um, I am present source, which is our source, and what is the will of God for our life. Sometimes we think that our life is our own. We do what we want, when we want, how we want. But that is a path that you can take. You know, That is a direction that we have free will to be able to do. Of those who are seekers, they're looking for what is the direction that is under the auspices of the will of God, because since our soul is an aspect of God, we want to be tied in a greater measure to
1: God and connect in a greater way for greater ease and flow, which is our true our source, which is God, I I am presence. Something to think about. So I have some things for you to think further about.
0: For those who are finding a little bit antsy to to take still time in order just to be with yourself. And and this is just to be with yourself. It's not to discover where my soul is or what my soul is. No, it's just kind of to be with yourself. Because your soul will reveal itself to you. you. The soul will reveal itself to you. What if you did this?
1: You took three minutes to be still. Or it can be five minutes, but you don't want to be long. You just want to take intentional three or five minutes, just be still and sit. And you may want to take that time, close your eyes and notice your heartbeat. Can you notice it? because we have to get really, really still to notice our heartbeat. Notice your breath.
0: Just breathing in, breathing out. And when the mind wants to be distracted, because it's easy
1: to do, just bring it back. You're only doing it for three minutes. You can time it if you like. Three minutes, just to get into the flow of being still.
0: And then you may, you can, if you want to just listen to the heartbeat or you just want to, you know, do the breath and be aware of the breath without trying to change the flow of the breath as you're breathing in and you're breathing out. Your mind will get distracted and that's okay. You're aware of it. You're just being still. You're just bringing back to that breath or you're bringing it back to the heartbeat and you're trying to listen and hear the heartbeat. And if you want to sit in nature outside somewhere, be aware of the sounds that you're hearing as you're breathing in and you're breathing out. You're just being still. Your body, you're learning now to have the body be still, and you're slowing down the mind, and you're slowing down the emotions, and you're just being fully present. So you you might want to try that. The other thing I want you to think about is start to think about or contemplate, would there be a visualization that I would ha- like to have for my soul? with the substance of who I am, the substance of my life? Is there a visualization that I would like to have that's uplifting, that's nurturing, that feels great to what that image of what your soul is? Mine is an ovid of light. You know, it's kind of this white, bright light you know, that I like to visualize. What is yours? Some people like to have something more physical and they have a teddy bear, you know, and that's, that's fine if that, you know, that's, you know, if what's going to be helpful to them. But we need to sometimes in order to make the soul a little bit more tangible, we need to have some type of visualization. Some people like a feather, the likeness of a feather. Some people, you know, like a rainbow
1: you know, that represents their soul. A rainbow of God-like qualities that represent the soul.
0: It's always tied, whatever you visualize, is tied into something that is good, that is nurturing, that is a part, and that nurturing is a part of the love that you're having and imbuing your soul
1: with that recognition that you love your soul. You love the inner essence of who you are. Another thing you can do if you'd like, I don't want to give you too many things to do, uh, but is once you Google soul. Google soul quotes that are inspirational.
0: So it may be inspirational soul quote quotes and start to read and see which. One really resonates with you. It can be a quote like I saw a quote uh, on on Google was, "A strong soul shines after every storm." And you want the quote to say, "Yeah, my soul does continue to shine on." And and it, it, regardless of what I go through, I have a sense that my soul. And what that essence is. And that's what we're working on. For you to have a sense of what your soul is and what that essence is. And if you find a quote that you 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 like, please share it with me. Share it in the comment section. What your quote is and a little blurb about what it struck you about that quote. What attracted you to that
1: quote. Love to know. So going back to learning to take still time. Your soul craves silence.
0: It craves silence just to be expanding so it can continue to evolve and grow through that silence, which allows it to tie into that greater source and be more connected through love and care. And it, it is through love and care that we learn to connect to the greater essence of who we are and to maybe even move ourselves as we're doing this on a consistent um, basis to a greater flow, to your greater God source. So that flow, that figurative flow between you and, and um, God and God in you, you can sense it and feel it
1: and you know when you're in that tune of flow. It may not come overnight. It's an evolving process, but we need to begin
0: somewhere. And another quote that I, I, as we're winding down here, another quote that I, I saw that on, on Google, which I'm asking you to do and, and write yours. I'm just telling you something that um, struck me uh, was one on when you do things from the soul,
1: you feel a river moving in you, a joy.
0: And that's what I notice when I'm connected and I feel my soul and that dazzling white light that I see my soul as is, is that I'm in flow. It's not, there's a joy. It's not just my soul is the vehicle, the true vehicle by which it connects with my I am presence because my soul has free will. As I said, the I am presence is eternal. The soul lives in time and space, and it has ability to make choices. And I need to talk about next time a little bit about uh, the soul and, and the uh, ego, uh, and what I call ego persona. And I'll make sure I do that next time, because there is a distinction between the two, and we sometimes get confused, because we, the, the soul can be dormant. Uh, and and it's, it's, dormant means I can sleep. I can be sleeping for a long time before uh, it, it is uh, summoned to our attention and through love and light that is ready to be woken. Kind of wake up. It's like you say to a little child, uh, you wake up now. And it starts to rub its eyes. It starts to wake up. And that's what seekers are looking for, is the awakening of their soul. Or if their soul is already awake, the guidance to help the soul to connect with the source, the I Am Presence. So, take care. Look forward to our next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.